You're listening to the Fuck Yeah Nation Network. Welcome to Robert Land. That's right, your favorite not safe for work comedy theme park podcast. And I'm your host, Robert Thompson, comedian, musician, theme park enthusiast, attention deficit disorder recipient. I am all those things and more, everybody. <laughs> Welcome. Uh, I hope everyone is staying safe out there. Uh, this virus is no joke. I actually know a few people that are sick. A lot of us are unsure on our job situations during all this, and it's a rough time. But, you know, I feel like we're just stuck in a loop de loop on the roller coaster, and we are going to get down soon, guys. I believe in it, believe in positivity and the fuck yeah vibes, you know? Uh, we'll make it through. Um, I just hope I can bring you guys a little escapism. Well, all this heavy stuff is going on with the silly show about theme parks. And although they may all be closed right now, they'll forever be open in our hearts, you know, and our corazones. But uh, we just need, like, someone to kick this punk-ass virus, you know, in the fucking balls. Uh, we need, like, a WWE wrestler to give it the smackdown or something. You jabroni. Candy ass, COVID 19. I'll DD2 you at Raw this Monday, brother. Doesn't the CDC sound like a wrestling federation? I will take you down at the CDC main event. I already showed SARS no mercy at the WHO. I'm coming for you, brother. That sounds more like Wolfman Jack, the old DJ. Uh, the Wolfman Jack, uh, smoke crack. Did I mention attention deficit? <laughs> I got that. Uh, look, this episode is a personal fave of mine. I got me old amigo, comedian, realtor, uh, old tattoo artist, doesn't do any more, great artist, uh, father, friend, Mr. John Shevsky. Uh, he is one of the sweetest, greatest riffers, funniest dudes around. Uh, great guy. I'm glad to have him on the show today. We did this one through Zoom because it's the future and we're all quarantining. So, you know, we talk about him being a father during quarantining, uh, his old theme park memories. Um, and I also do, since this is a pod swap of Fantasy House and Robert Land, we finally joined forces um, through the pod world. Uh, again, uh, I'm actually doing an update on my fantasy house. I talk about my pool that I never got to talk about when I was on his pod, Fantasy House. So this will be a Fantasy House Robert Land pod swap. And you guys are here to witness history. And I'm glad to have you. But yeah, John is great. I remember meeting him in high school. We both played in punk rock bands. Uh, well, both did public access comedy television which is where I first saw him like 20 years ago. Um, and yeah, I am excited. You guys are in for a treat. Before I get to me and Mr. Shevsky, uh, I actually have been getting a swarm of voicemails from you guys, my fans, listeners, about your theme park experiences. 
and I think they're pretty special. We got a couple special ones in here, and uh, I thought I'd share them with you guys right now. Thank you guys for listening. Sit back, enjoy this episode. So here's some theme park memories, and then me and Mr. Shevsky. Enjoy. Theme park memories. I don't have any positive memories of ever being at a theme park. I don't like theme parks. The last time I went to a theme park, I bought a snack. And I asked them specifically to give me change back only in nickels. Because I don't like any other type of change. I don't like quarters. I don't like the ridges on the side of them. I don't like the way that feels. In any event, the low IQ cashier couldn't count out the correct amount of nickels. I was flabbergasted. Security came up to me and told me to stop yelling. I told them I wasn't yelling. They threw me out of the park that day. I will never go back to a theme park. Ever. Theme park memories. Hi. Is this Robert Land? Hi. I, uh... I love all the theme parks. I like going to Disneyland and um, watching people ride the rides. I don't actually go on any rides. I, I just like watching people. I especially like watching John Shevsky. Um, I like when he rides the rides, and I could watch him from afar, and I could watch him up close. My favorite ride is Space Mountain, because I could watch him, and he doesn't know I'm watching. And I could breathe on the back of his neck, but he doesn't know it because he thinks it's just the, the gust of wind from the ride. Theme park memories. Hey, what's up, you fucking pendejos out there? What's up? This is Jolina right now. I'm just calling because I wanted to tell you about a story about this one time I had to stab a bitch at Knox Scary Farm. It was fucking crazy, eh? First of all, I go through all the mazes, right? That shit ain't even scary, dog. That shit ain't even fucking scary, dog. None of it, eh? But I come out, right? Some bitches eyeballing me, right? Giving me the fucking stink eye. Also, I'm gonna try to make this quick because I'm calling from a correctional facility that will, shall remain nameless. I shall not name the name of it right now. I shall not speak the title of this correctional facility that I am at right now. But anyway, that's fucking neither here nor there. So I'm at fucking Knox Scary Farm, right? This bitch is giving me the evil eye, dog. And I'm like, hey, what's up? I stepped her. I'm like, what's up, bitch? You want to get fucking... Look, I don't want to say what you want to get, but it rhymes with stabbed. It rhymes with that. Oh, fuck. Stabbed. All right. I told her I was going to stab her, all right? Allegedly. But anyways, so I walk up to her, hey, right? I'm like, don't be giving me the evil eye, bitch. So I go up, man. I sweep her fucking legs out from under her. Fucking put her in the camel clutch. And then I fucking threw her into the moat. And that was the last we ever saw of her, right? Until I get a call from my parole officer telling me that I attacked one of the actors at Knox Scary Farm. She wasn't giving me the evil eye. She was just acting as a creature, character, something trying to scare me, right? But I wasn't fucking scared, eh? And I stay unscared, non-scared. You can't fucking scare me, eh? I'll fucking stab you, dog. And that's the fucking long and the short of it. But, you know, I get out in a few months, eh? And hopefully next year, 
you know, I could go back to Knox Scary Farm, eh, and fucking find that bitch, eh? I'ma stab her again, eh? I'ma stab her again, throw her back in the fucking moat, eh? So fuck it. Theme Park Memories. Welcome to Theme Park Minute with Zach Hillman. For decades, the Walt Disney Corporation printed their own Disney bucks, which resembled U.S. currency that incorporated popular characters like Mickey, Minnie, and Dumbo. During the height of their popularity, you could use Disney bucks at U.S. theme parks, the Disney store, Disney cruise ships, and at certain locations within Castaway Cay. The company stopped issuing the bills on May 14, 2016, but still accepts them for purchases at Disney parks. Yet, when I print out dollar bills with my face on them, they ask me to leave the strip club immediately and please pull my pants up. Ridiculous. Bet you didn't know that, did you? Well, here I am with me and Mr. John Chesky! What's up, John? I guess it's recording now. I guess we're, we're actually recording. Heck yeah. Doing a quarantine podcast. <laughs> <laughs> so many people name their podcast stuff like quarantine podcast. Like, I'm not going to want to ever hear these words again. Oh, I know. COVID. I, know like, I don't even want to look at like if I see the letter C and an O and any R's and anything, my brain immediately goes like, oh, yeah, the fucking virus. <laughs> <laughs> I feel the same way. It's it's like, you know, I I'm curious about that, like post virus, like because it's such a traumatic i mean it, there's levels of everyone's going through something you know what i mean so i'm like I, am i gonna get like if i hear germ if i if i have a, a corona beer one day is it gonna give me flashbacks you know am i getting oh it, yeah dude well my brother's like everyone's gonna be fine they'll move on from it and they'll forget slowly over time just like when you crash on your mountain bike and you're in pain for like months and you can't sleep right because your shoulder's hurting or your bones are broken or whatever and then like eventually you kind of forget the pain and you're like it's more fun to actually go out and ride my bike and he said that's going to happen to all of us so i'm looking forward to that yeah, yeah i don't know too. if i'll ever forget that feeling though of like this can happen at this level yeah you know what i mean dude i don't like that feeling oh, at so, all. Uh, i uh Speaking of quarantine, I'm quarantined with a lot of people, so uh, I'm going to go to my car. Uh, <laughs> this, is, this is the future, man. It's exciting. It's uh, not, not exciting. I, I've, uh, I'm the guy that I've plays Grand Theft so... Auto but doesn't do any of the missions because they're like, yeah, they're too intense. I just want to drive motorcycles around and maybe track a bus <laughs> or something. So uh, yeah. I'm, I'm not like, oh, yeah, dude, adventure. I'm like, my adventures are much more calm than this. I'm a tea drinker. You know? Yeah. <laughs> And caffeine free at that. <laughs> oh, <laughs> that's. Uh, <laughs> I didn't take you as being so posh, John. I don't know if that's a sign of being posh, but I don't know if it's posh as much as it is just like a a calm, soft guy that likes a little milk tea. Oh well, <laughs> I, I I enjoy uh, I enjoy tea. I I enjoy uh, lemon tea. Uh, it's good on the voice. It's good on uh, the tonsils. Uh, oh yeah. Yeah, dude, give me some of that. Nice, you and nice. Mr. Key and all those girls, those tea girls. <laughs> My favorite. <laughs> I like green tea, oh. ginseng. What is it? Black tea, green tea, tea girls. <laughs> oh, oh boy, I've never, uh, I've never had that. But you know what? 
went in quarantine, my friend. Uh, Harley may wear a wig, you know. Maybe we'll, we'll get experimental, dude. It's 2020. You and your brother are going to have transgender, transgender uh, ancestral gay sex. <laughs> <laughs> oh, dude. As long as it's, I mean, dude, we're trying to prevent the germs spread. from spreading. You trying know? to flatten the curve. You can't flatten the curve with your big old boner, dude. Put that <laughs> up against the graph. <laughs> well, it's it's funny because a lot of people posting about uh, like this whole thing and dating during this, like, like that's so odd. It's like someday we'll meet. It's like kind of like high school again, you know, like AOL. I mean, I don't want to criticize anyone though, because like the 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 pains and the stress is affecting us all differently in the ways that, like, uh, for example, like people that are single living on their own in their in a small apartment yeah that kind of stress of just like wanting human contact and then you compare though like to them like the grass is always greener where you're like oh man like we're going crazy over here with my kids and i'm thankful to be with them and that everybody's safe right now so it's like it feels good to be with them but also at the same time it's like the benefits and drawbacks of each one and everyone's dealing with it their own way and like I don't know if you saw that post that Zane, Zane put it up and a few people have shared it now, but it was like one of those like really annoying, like go getter, um, you know, Westernized workaholic. Like if you're not like, if you don't come out of this with a new side hustle and blah, 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 then it wasn't time you were lacking. It was discipline. And then it, it's like, that's crossed out and said, however you come out of this is, is a okay. You, you're dealing with a collective like traumatic experience. And like, I mean, I'm all for like trying to be your best and working hard to like not be a, a complainer or whatever you call it like someone that just like goes like yeah give up i'm all for like striving to be your best but some of these like friggin like tony robbinsy people right now some of them i'm not even saying tony robbins but just some of those kind of people that like have swallowed that kool-aid that like your whole job is to come become a grant cordone billionaire they it's like they're so full of shit yeah and you're just like <laughs> dude like however people are dealing with this if they're not hurting themselves or other is okay because this is like a really tough thing for a lot of people yeah yeah totally you know i was i was thinking about uh how uh because there's a lot of talk about the the spanish flu you know a hundred years ago how the it's like kind of the most similar thing and uh it's 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 funny because like that generation of people aren't here anymore i mean literally the oldest people on earth are maybe born then no there's a couple that survived it there was a couple, my dad sent me an article. There was like a dude, I think he's in America or he's in Italy, but that survived the Spanish flu. Oh yeah. He's in Italian. survived dude. this. He recovered. Yeah. That's so, yeah. It's so How crazy. badass that. He should get, he should get like some tattoos or something like that, that like, you know? I know. Yeah. Let's see how many kills that, we got. Dude. dude, that's gnarly. <laughs> yeah. Like, uh. I, I saw a picture, uh, cause I don't know if they did the quarantine, the quarantine thing as, as, as or the self uh, isolation thing and all that as well as we are now because it showed baseball when it was going on yeah and uh the, it's so crazy seeing like the the batters like wearing the face masks and stuff oh, really? They're gonna... and dude babe ruth got the spanish flu uh twice and beat it twice which is fuck that's so crazy because you would like bleed out your eyes and shit oh. <laughs> like yeah it was so bad but uh, there was one guy that just some lady that just posted that her husband is recovering now, but he like was like coughing up blood from his lungs and like, oh, yeah, just like so sick. And you're just like, oh, my God, she's like, he's in recovery. It's something I read on Facebook. Someone posted. And I was just like, which, by the way, my wife won't let me. I'm not supposed to be going on Facebook and Instagram uh, more than like once a day. And which I've gone on a few times already. 
but uh, <laughs> but it's it's super it's so odd seeing like the it just feels like a weird dream man and i'm just like i'm so bummed that it's the reality that we're living in obviously it's it could be worse you know obviously we could, yeah. it could be like an ebola outbreak or it could be like um you know all the worst things that you could think of the catastrophic things that happen in, in or an ebonics outbreak how i would never never will i vote for one of those um uh no it's it's it could be so much worse and crazier and you know i'm sure you've seen like the memes and the videos of like you know our great grandparents were asked to get up and fight and like we're asked to stay at home like calm down it's got its own challenges but um it's true you know no matter how dark it seems it's like it could be worse and there are tons of people out there even in my family i have a mailman in my family i have three nurses uh, just like, a, and somebody else that works at, in restaurant and they're doing the to-go stuff. So like people that are still out there hustling, you know, like I'm hunkered down at home, you're out there hustling in all this craziness, which is to me, it's just like hero status. And people are like, we're not heroes. We don't even want to be doing this. They're making us. And I'm like, okay, whatever, either way, <laughs> bow down. Like the Amazon order came with the beans, you know? <laughs> it's, yeah, it is. It is weird, man. I uh, you should just have like a bunch of fifteen-year-olds doing all the work around the country, and then quarantine them in a safe area because they're all safe, right? And just yeah. all all the healthy fifteen-year-olds just doing all the work everywhere. Like, make them the police <laughs> and the firefighters, and all. let anyone over fifteen just stay in and just have them that's, everywhere. That's hilarious, dude. It'd be like the little rascals running everything, dude. What is that? What's, no, what's the scarier movie? Uh, fucking. Uh, what, children of the corn? No, I don't know. no uh, but it's close. Uh, it's a children of the damned with the no. blonde kids. What is it? Oh, shit. oh man, it's an old movie. My dad used to love the book. Uh, Lord of the Flies. Wind- is it called Windows Rolling Down? No, <laughs> I think it's Lord of the Flies. I know everything is so ghetto now. We're like, listen, folks, we're gonna put out a podcast, and it's gonna be uh, bad sound because uh, we can't get together and podcast, and I didn't have the equipment before the pandemic. I had my, I had Jason Seiler, uh, uh, the amazing illustrator and, and podcaster. He's a good friend of mine in Chicago. And he did like walked me through how I could podcast and do Fantasy House from my house. And like within a few minutes, I was like, I don't have that. I don't have that. I'm not ordering that yet. Like I was like telling you, I was like, I'm not ordering it right now. I need to save my money for like food and, and paying bills right now. Because yeah. you know, when work's going to come back. Yeah, does he expect to have like a, a bat cave? All you need is a state of the art. <laughs> yeah. No, he was so kind. He's like, he's, he just hopped on Skype with me. He's like, here, I'll show you all the stuff. And he, like immediately, like, he's like, so in the microphone, you plug this in. And then I let, handed out my microphone. I was like, they're regular mics. And he's like, okay. And it's like, I don't have any other mics. It's like, okay, well, that's one thing you need. I was like, I can't <laughs> order anything yet, dude. Like, oh, yeah. Yeah. I tried to get something for, uh, for today, like uh, an adapter. And it's going to be like, I think 2025, but I, so I, I, uh, am stoked that we could do this pod swap, my friend. Uh, Hell yeah. yeah, dude, I've been, I've been like waiting for, for, for the right time. And, you know, and I think, uh, the, the apocalypse, uh, <laughs> as we call it was a good time. No, I don't believe it's the apocalypse. Is that what you mean, call it? Evan calls it the apocalypse. Yeah, the apocalypse. <laughs> We're in lockdown right now, dude. Um, Thank God for some comedy right now. Yeah, man. I, I, so I, you know, obviously, Robert Land is about amusement parks yeah. and amusement park experiences. Yep. 
and me and you have ha have shared some amusement park experiences together. Oh, yeah. But uh, you're a very imaginative guy. You're a very visual dude. You know, I remember seeing your paintings of of titties and sharks and everything over the years. But do you remember like some of the early amusement park experiences you had as a kid? Oh yeah, yeah. I remember some of the first experiences I had. First of all, when I was a child, Disneyland was like everything oh, yeah. to me. Everything to me. So I. For one of the first experiences that I remember is uh, I remember frozen bananas. I remember walking through um, probably through Adventureland and thinking and telling my mom like I would like like just to have a bed at Disneyland where I could just sleep and like live there and wake up at Disneyland. Yeah. And my mom used to tell me when I was a little kid. This isn't a first memory of Disneyland, but just related to when I, I hated waking up for school in the morning, like if school would have started at 11, I probably would have loved school. I don't know why they have to like, why, why so many hours in our society are miserable times. But uh, oh, I yeah. hated waking up early for school. I had a very sensitive stomach. And so I was miserable. And my mom used to come to my room and she would try to tell me, uh, pretend like we're getting up to go to Disneyland. And I, and I was like a little kid and I'd be like, yeah, but we're not. So like, <laughs> like but she would keep trying that. She'd always tell me like, but are you getting up for Disneyland? And my dad would come with like a spray bottle, like a, like that you wet your hair with, but he'd spritz me with it. And, yeah. I'd, and I'd do that, and they'd be like, pretend like you're getting up for Disney. I'd be like, but we're not. <laughs> it's not gonna work. But I remember I mean, my grandma and grandpa taking me when I was a little kid to Disneyland. And I remember, there used to be this thing, I don't know what it was, where they let us pee like next to their car. Like if I had to pee, like in the parking lot. Really? And I remember like peeing next to their car multiple times. And I remember being in the Disneyland parking lot. Do, do you keep that tradition to this day as a grown man? I mean, I'm not afraid, like, if we're out hiking or riding bikes or camping or whatever, I'll, I'll pee anywhere as long as, like, you're not destroying any of the bio, whatever you call it. Like, if you're not peeing on a special plant or, like, you know, wrecking something where some animals are going to be, I'll, I'll pee anywhere. Yeah. But I, not, it, not in a parking lot, no. Okay. <laughs> I guess now, since no one will be in the parking lot. You could go to the Grove right now and just piss all over the parking lot, right? <laughs> you walk know, around naked, naked through the Grove. No one will know. Yeah everywhere you could you could do any right it is odd to think that like i was on the freeway the other day yeah. and it is like it it is so strange the reality of it like the reality of gas like the price of gas like it's like 1998 again like it's so weird man is it that cheap yeah i, I haven't bought gas yet dude i I've, I've only driven the cars I've, i haven't left my house for well i've left my house to ride my bike around my neighborhood and whatnot and yeah take the cars out but it's been like 28 days now for me so I think I've driven the cars twice now. One of our batteries died. We had a, the AAA dude come out. Thank another, another essential service that was super cool. It came out and replaced our battery for only $150. <laughs> uh, but, uh, Real cheap. Gas, kick gas and replace it. But yeah, I, I've driven around a little bit, but I haven't had to put gas in it because we luckily had, had gas in the tank before. But it's, it's cheap, right? Is that like $250 or $3? Yeah. Yeah, I, it's, I mean, no one's going hard to be anywhere, cheery. So. I don't really like appreciate the little things, but it's hard to be cheery. It's like, oh, great, gas is three dollars a gallon. When can we go back to the normal, wonderful lives we were living? What the I, fuck? I, know. I didn't take it, it for granted. It, you know, they're talking about people like took it for granted, and now I was like, no. Every day, I was like, I was enthusiastic and grateful for a ton of shit. I was like, I was good. Lord, if you yeah. anything, I was thankful. Can you just make this shit work again? Yes, yeah, <laughs> seriously. Please. Yeah, it it is it is. I know, dude. Every like I, I've never appreciated like uh, daunting traffic before in my life. Like I, I just want to be like stuck in bumper to bumper on uh, the 57, you know, like, 
go. <laughs> Dude, I miss like I'm thankfully obviously like I said I'm here with my wife and the babies, so I yeah, hug them. But like I just miss like like I was telling Liz like reading your friends like facial expressions and laughing with them. You know the thing the little subtle things where you expect like I like to riff just like you do. We like to make our friends laugh. So when you say something and then you watch them for a second, and you're like. And you're yeah. seeing, seeing them as they see that you're joking. And the, like, it's a very slow, you know, like you'd have to have a slow, like one of those National Geo- Geographic cameras to see the, the picture. That yeah. happens, like watching their body language change is like, they get that you were joking. Cause I like those subtle jokes that are kind of serious. And then like all the touching, it's like, I it just like the hugging the, like, you know, I, we always like share whatever, like food, like if you're yeah. a sandwich, like, and you're like, Hey, you want to try like have a bite of it? Like, all that communal stuff that's so like part of the life to be like, oh, that's not going on now. You're not, you know, I'll tell you one thing that we did that was really fun. And I hope that listeners, even though we got to get back to the amusement park, we got trailed off again on the virus, the, the meme virus, our, our, <laughs> yeah. our social shit we're talking about. But one thing I highly recommend anyone is my buddy Pat came by in his van. He has a sprinter van. Uh-huh. And he just came up to my driveway or on our street and slid the thing open and he had a beer in there and was hanging out and I was like 10 feet away and we riffed and we hung out for a good half an hour, 45 minutes just out front. Yeah. And it was awesome. I don't know if he liked it as much as I did. <laughs> I'm definitely more, he's more of a grump. I was more like, dude, that was so great. But I fucking loved it. It was so Oh, I know. Fun. Yeah, dude. Like I actually, that's the one, one of the things going back to me, like working right now is, is probably that is the best thing about me working is that there's like a sense of normalcy, even though it's not, you know, like, cause it's, I have to be cautious the entire time that I'm there. Like I've never been so meticulous in my life. And what is it like? What are you, what, what are you doing? Like, well, so I, uh, I work in the, the parking lot. I used to work in the freezer cooler. Uh, but I'm in the parking lot again. And, uh, isn't that better? Because it's, it's less air? stress. What's that? Isn't that better? It's open air, right? So you're... Yes, dude. And I'm thankful that I don't have any other position there because it's like ventilated. I'm outside. I'm not really... Cl- like, pe- you get kind of close to people, but it's not, you know, I'm. it's very brief. Like, on the inside, you get people stopping you. Hey, bud, where you guys got the lube? And then they give you a virus that kills your family. So I'm not that close. Terrifying. Thankfully, though, thankfully, though, there's there's... Uh, uh, most the staff and and I've seen it gradually. Uh, the the face masks. Most people have face masks now. I they have masks for us finally that they'll give us at the beginning of the day, and then we dispose of it at the end. Yeah. But it is it is weird because it Are like they spraying the carts down. What's that? Are they spraying the carts down with disinfectants? Yeah, when okay. people. Um, I saw the videos of what they were doing in like China and Taiwan and South Korea, and I was like, that's smart. They have like city. What do you call it? Like you know, like regular people that work for the government spraying stuff down. I'm like, that seems pretty smart. Yeah. Yeah. Oh, I knew. Oh, it's hailing. Oh, is it hailing right now? Dude, it's hailing right now. Oh, snap. That's magical. Like Al Madrigal. Wow. <laughs> Hang on a second. Pause that. I got I gotta, I'll be right back. Okay. Hello. Hello. Hey dude. Yo, yo. It, it was hailing. I don't know. Oh, snap. It's not hailing quite yet here. It's like a tiny little sprinkle. <laughs> oh, Lord. It is, it, is getting, it is getting hot up in her, man. I feel like so Nelly right now. Did it get right paused? Now, uh, did it get paused or did, or, or, did it get paused? St. Louis. Are you there? Yeah. Can, did, can did you it get shift paused? me? 
Oh no. Okay. It, we're both here, right? We're both we're both present. Yeah, I'm here. I was just wondering if it got paused when I ran upstairs and when you were on the other line. Oh no, no, no. I just uh I I, I went to check something, but uh but yeah, man. So you you went to Disneyland as a kid. Uh did you go to knots and stuff as well or Oh, for sure. So my grandparents lived in um uh Garden Grove in Orange County. Oh yeah. So right right Garden Grove's right close to all that stuff. So we went to we went to uh, Knott's Berry Farm with my grandparents, which I loved Knott's Berry Farm. It's just like, I love Western theme, anything, anything yeah. like just like old wild West, like dude, just love it. Especially like the friendly version of it. Like the friendly version yeah. of wild West, <laughs> like cartoony Disney, uh, Warner Brothers, <laughs> like all that version of wild West. I, I absolutely love. So as a kid, yeah, Knott's Berry Farm was like a favorite place. And my dad worked for a Hughes aircraft. He was an engineer. Oh, and dang. And every year that they would, the, the Hughes would have like a huge com- a company party. They'd like rent out like a theme park or whatever. And a couple, a couple times they did water park, but they did uh, like wild rivers and all that stuff. But they did magic mountain like multiple times. And it was like, oh, shit. it was amazing. So I don't know how they would do it. I don't know if they just like would pay to like rent out the park for the day and it get closed down to everybody else. Some weird thing like that. But it'd be like everyone from Hughes and all my dad's coworkers and all that stuff. And dude, we used to, I used to love it. I love I love roller coasters. I love them so much. Not the roller coaster that we're on right now of life, but uh, when you could just <laughs> yeah. when you could just get in line and like go in loop de loops and feel like the G forces and like the drops in your stomach. I would love it. I haven't been forever. That's yeah, so you must have went when like because there's some kids I knew that were. Um, they got their their like extreme coaster cherry pops like kind of early, so they're more like accustomed to it. Like <laughs> coaster I, cherry pops, dude. My dad forced me. I was such a weird little scared little Jewy kid with like all <laughs> the big fears and big you know all the scary stuff. And yeah. my dad was also has got a lot of like weird like he's real just like he's a real quiet stoic dude, but like doesn't do a lot of things and isn't like into a lot of stuff he grabbed me so hard by the arm and dragged me on Ninja at Magic Mountain for one of his work parties. Really? Made me go on it. I was like, I don't want to go on it. It's scary. It scared me. Like I was being a total weirdo and he grabbed me and he's like, you're going on this. And I was like almost pissing my pants. And I went on it and had the best freaking time. And then was like in love with roller coasters. It's a good example of when sometimes your parents are supposed to like be a little brute with you and be like, no, you're coming on this. You're going on this. Like, it, yeah 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 my i i had some of those experiences too but it was uh my dad uh having me uh make bullets at four years old that's uh <laughs> um it seemed like the kind of guy that would have you make bullets he really is a gun guy yeah my dad's got my dad's uh but he now he was safe and i actually wasn't terrified about that i was like oh this is me because to me it just wasn't it wasn't real you know i was just like oh this is a game but i was helping him make ammunition i guess but your dad was doing uh, he had his workbench in the garage had uh ammo like for reloading ammo that's how you know (laughs) that's how you know but the jewish guys that are in the guns they're like i did did, it grab that shell that's we can reuse that (laughs) no one else is picking up the shells like they're crazy do you know how expensive those shells are pick it up that's a 45 oh yeah yeah Oh, it's a 38? Oh, I need some 38s. Bring them over. Just grabbing <laughs> shells and then reloading them. 
<laughs> I just imagine like a little like machine gun on, on like beneath the yarmulke. Like they just pull it up. I don't know. Just a gun out of the yarmulke. Yarmulkes are basically flat. They're so small. There's no way you could hide it. My, no, my grandfather he would carry like a Glock in his uh, fanny pack. He had a oh, black shit. leather fanny pack that had a Glock in it. Like a mini you better Glock. have had a Glockenspiel as well. You know the mini Glocks that had like the um, the the actual stock is so small on it that the clip is part of the stock. I don't know what they call that. I'm not like enough of a gun nerd to know. But the clip is like half of the stock is the clip. So when you drop the clip out, it's part of the stocks in it because so, it's such a small little Glock. Oh and yeah, super super rad little little gun. Yeah, yeah, dude. So, uh, I, speaking of, yeah, of guns, did you ever shoot guns at amusement parks? Did you ever uh, try to play the games and get your ass handed to you? I play. I don't. That's a good question. No, I, I feel like the last time I shot guns at an amusement park was um, what was that uh, ride? Is it the Buzz Lightyear one or? Oh yeah, yeah, yeah. Buzz Adventure? Lightyear. Where, you, where it's like yeah. it's all, like it's like video like you're basically paying to go on a video like video game shooting gallery. Yeah still fun yeah it is dude so like that it it reminds me uh because you're you know you you've always been an artist and a very visual guy is there a ride there's a lot of rides especially at disneyland that are pretty like striking visually is there one that you remember like that blew you away as as a kid like was just like oh shit this is gnarly well i mean when i was really really young i loved like haunted mansion and then Splash Mountain came out. That's how old yeah. I am. I'm 39. So it's like, I went to Disneyland before Splash Mountain even. Uh, I, I love know. Splash Mountain. I love after you go through the, the final drop and you get to go through the song and all this, the, on, the, on the steamboats and everybody's singing. I, oh, it's such a cool yeah. feeling. Was, that was scary when I was a little kid. So when you make it through and they're all celebrating. Yeah. Oh, I want them to sing when this coronavirus is all over. I know. Yeah, dude, we yeah. need to celebrate. There needs to be an animatronic, uh, you know, oh. bird singing with us. When, uh, as a kid, dude, Splash Mountain traumatized me. It did? It's, it's great that that song is linked to uh, a movie about uh, happy slaves, by the way. Uh, I don't know if you've seen Song of the South, but... Uh, yeah, it's so weird because that came on the eight that came out in eighty nine, I think, the ride. And it was yeah. based off the movie that's pretty much uh been you know, blacklisted know. in the I know, I I've 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 heard it. I know that like it's got it's got its weirdness to it, but I haven't looked into the details of, of it and I don't I feel like I have to have seen it, but it's strange, dude. Like it was a uh it won Oscars and stuff because it was like visually like a, a groundbreaking movie because it was like one of the first live action animation movies. Yeah. And like it, the animation's great in the movie, uh, but yeah, it's so weird. The, 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 the like slave, the tales that said, like he tells the tales of the bear rabbit and bear Fox. He, uh, that guy like won an Oscar and it was the first guy, like uh, first actor, like of color to win an Oscar, but it was such a slap in the face because it was yeah, like actually racist or people just saying it's racist because of like some of the subject matter they don't agree with from the time period because it's so hard to tell nowadays like people say like a lot of stuff they're like that's racist you're like that was just how they talked in those days you want us to change history because we can't uh <laughs> so but i'll have to, I'll have to see it is it on youtube it, yeah it's on that's the only place you'd find it uh and maybe like that's a really on, good ad for youtube the way you just said that 
Yeah, maybe maybe on uh, you know a southerner's like you porn account, but uh, no, it, it is. I mean, there's. <laughs> oh, dude, people are so racist towards southerners too. They'll be like, "If you're southern, you're racist." I'm like, "Okay, that is so racist to say." No, it is. It is. It's it's a blunt. Uh, it's a yeah. it's a blanket statement. There's plenty I've of. I just met plenty of southerners so that uh, the south, and there's been so much heart and soul from the south. It's so crazy how everyone's just like, "Oh, you're southern. You're racist." I'm like, wait, 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 what? That's racist. That's racist, as Dave Chappelle would say. That's racist. <laughs> no, I know, I know. It's it's true, man. They get black they get blacklisted. They get typecasted uh as being like, you know, these Is there a comedy show in LA called Blacklisted yet? Like an uh, there's gotta be. It's super black. <laughs> yeah. It's urban. <laughs> it's called blacklisted. It's always yeah, funny when the... it's always funny when people of a certain race will do like stuff that's like uh what do you call it? Like a racially confining to themselves like when i yeah. worked at, i worked at what the funny the uh, uh the uh, uh comedy content company and like their goal was to make uh like uh a, a black uh, uh was it funny or die yeah, i was like they, they were like well, we're making a black funny or die i was like it's 2000 at the time it was like 2014 but i was like uh isn't just funny or die like black funny or die black white or whatever like i was like i was like guys you guys are being racist towards yourselves and yeah. this company was talking about <laughs> and uh, the company eventually went out of uh, went out you know went out of business or whatever because like seriously you're like you don't need to separate black people but people in business i think also get addicted to like well that's a market and you're like but do you want to tell black people that the comedy needs to be different for black people than white and they were just like it's a market let's make a lot of money and i was like okay yeah yeah that's that's when you know things didn't like little, any of my uh... sketch ideas by the way <laughs> <laughs> they were well, like, no, 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 we want it to be much more milk toast and watered down. And I was like, okay. It was so 90s. <laughs> Anyways, uh, sorry, I, we, we have a podcast, and this is going in a direction. Go on, Robert. Take it. Okay, well. Um, like we're in the Jungle I, Cruise. Yeah, ju- so going Jungle in a direction. Cruise. Oh, yeah, I also love the submarines so much. And then when I got older, Star Wars, you know, from like the age of like nine, eight or nine on up, Star Wars is the top. I mean, dude. To go th- that era of Star Wars, because getting back to our question, you asked me about my favorite stuff at Disneyland, right? Yeah. That era of Star Wars, like the actual old um, Star Wars, like right? The original trilogy era. So genius. Yeah. I think I've been on it once since it was changed in the past, like five or ten years or whatever, and I yeah. was so bummed out that they had Darth Vader on it. Yeah. <laughs> because I was like, statistically speaking, it was believable. You could lose yourself in the old Star Wars ride. Yeah. You know, you could be like, oh, my God, I'm in the Star Wars universe. And you didn't have to meet any of the main characters, right? But you go to the yeah. new one, and they're like, Yoda's here. Darth Vader's here. Everybody's there. And you're like, statistically, if I was to go into the Star Wars universe, what would be the odds that I would meet Darth <laughs> Vader the one hour of my life, the five minute of my life, I got to go to the Star Wars universe. I'm going to meet, like, you know what I mean? Yeah, That's yeah. You're gonna, yeah, and Yoda and, you know. And it just, it, to me, that just, like, yeah, it just, it just jumps the shark where it's like, it's less believable. It's more believable when it's like random new characters you've never met. And like, you know? Yeah. Yeah, totally. It, it was like, you know, I, yeah. Well, a lot of stuff's very like property based now where it's like, uh, I mean, that's one of the great things about Disney uh, or, you know, Universal or whatever is like, they can bring you into movies, you know, but it does lose that originality when they had a sort of, cause like Pirates wasn't a movie you know, before the movie, it was a ride. It was, it was an original idea. And I, I loved 
Oh, Pirates of the Caribbean was, was only was only the ride. It wasn't like a book or something like that before that, like a Disney no, book or a Disney cartoon. No, some people confuse it being based off uh, Treasure Island, that old uh, okay movie. But it's not though. It's not. It was an original idea, and uh, I used to love um, that ride. Oh my god! I mean, like dude, there's almost nothing I didn't love at Disneyland. So like, as you list off and remind me of stuff, I'm gonna be like, loved it. Like I loved everything. <laughs> what about Country Bear Jamboree? Do you remember that? Uh, that show? I vaguely remember. I remember it being there. I remember my parents being like, no, let's go on this one. Yeah. Tiki, Tiki Room was the other one that they never let me go on. I never went in Tiki Room. Oh, really? My parents just never yeah. wanted to go on it. <laughs> you have some delicious Dole Whips, dude. Oh, my Lord. You need to you need to try it. Have you had a Dole Whip? I don't know if I've ever had one. I, I would always go for churros, uh, chocolate, frozen bananas, whatever it was. Yeah. I was the kid walking around. <laughs> like, and I was like, this, "Who's this little queer?" I was like, "What?" Can I get on the remember, my uncle took me to Disneyland once before he had kids, and I remember like, because when your when your uncles and aunts before they have kids, they treat you all like their kid, and they take you out. Yeah, and their kids are like, "Sorry, I got my own kids now." But I remember my uncle taking me before we had kids, and being like, just me being like a little fat fat kid, being like, "I just want a chocolate covered banana, please." <laughs> oh, I love a chocolate banana. Oh, dude, so so bueno. There's a lot of good food at Disneyland. You know the bread bowls. Oh, dude, I could just yeah, I could just sleep on that, man. I can make that my pillow. Uh, really gross, damp pillow. Full dude, of one vomit. time, one time I went and I saved so much of the bread bowl and just snacked on it for the rest of the day. It was my only meal because it's it's this big. It's like the size. Of oh the yeah. So I ate the clam chowder out of it and ate some of the bread bowl, but then saved the rest of the bread and was just like eating it the rest of the day. And then by dinner time, I was like, I think I'm. I think I'm good. I don't think I want to get dinner. Like I'm just like <laughs> full of the bread bowl. Yeah. Uh, also, California Adventure has the Ghirardelli chocolate thing, and they'll do it. Oh. A chocolate. They'll customize like their milkshakes. I've had some like really good dark chocolate milkshakes there. Dude, Ghirardelli, I'm convinced could literally like you could get a chocolate coated turd, and it would be stupendous. Like it is. That's just so good. Robert, that's disgusting. <laughs> well. <laughs> Open your mind and, and your booty and uh, enjoy some Gear Deli. Uh, that's their slogan, by the way. Oh, dude, I love chocolate. Oh, man. Oh, chocolate. Why do I always imagine German people eating chocolate just all the time? Have you been eating, <laughs> drinking beer, <laughs> eating chocolate? Uh, <laughs> have you been eating uh, better or worse since uh, the uh, social distancing? The uh, Oh, dude, that's a great question. Um, I was eating pretty bad uh, for the first week because just the severity of like, oh my god! It's I, I realized that that's my vice, dude. Same like, here. I mean, so I was yeah. I'm I was smiling eating. like this because I'm just like, <laughs> yep. Like yeah, I was eating, yeah. I, I was fasting all the time, at least a full forty hour hour fast, like almost every week, um, and then like fasting like probably twenty hours a day, like regular days, trying to eat like mostly proteins, like vegetables and 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 meats. Yeah. And now yeah. I'm like a mac and cheese, sure, bacon and and eggs, bacon <laughs> and burrito, like what do we got? Like yeah. cheeseburgers last night, I had a cheeseburger for breakfast. Yeah, I just can't believe how bad. And, and then somebody posted, I think Alex Hooper posted like a like a pancake with like four scoops of ice cream on it. <laughs> so like why not? And I was like, "Oh man, we're all just encouraging each other to eat like shit right now." Oh, dude. Yeah. I mean, I was eating like that prior to the uh <laughs> to the pandemics, but I'm, you know, Oh yeah, you're double uh, pre double diabetic. I forgot. Yeah, dude. <laughs> I, I um so I, I was thinking about that, yeah, the snacks, there's so many good snacks at, at Disney, but uh did you ever eat at uh Knott's? Because that to me, dude, has the best 
amusement park yeah. food. Fried the chicken, chicken has, oh, chicken dude. Has. And those oh, yeah. rolls that like melt your soul. Oh my oh. God. Like, I feel like there's something about like people that were probably racist that make good food. If it's just made with a little hate, it's dude, everybody, <laughs> all the worst people still make good food, dude. I know, I know. Just racist for making bad food, terrorists, dude. Oh, no, dude, dude. I'm dude, sure dude. terrorists have like the best shawarma. Yeah. <laughs> I know. You gotta try. Uh, uh, Bin Laden had the best pecan pie. Oh yeah, dude. Uh, yeah. The, <laughs> no, but uh, knots. There's uh, there's there's like the best uh, the boysenberry. Like I don't know. Is there, do they have the patent on that? Do they have the mic patent on that shit? I don't the know. Boysenberry. So I'm like so ready to go. Luckily, oh, I have like dude. a pretty decent amount of pancake batter. Yeah, you can make some pandemic pancakes, dude. <laughs> pandemic pancakes. <laughs> <laughs> you idiot. Oh, it's so I'm going to take a picture next time I make pancakes and call and put, put that hashtag under it, pandemic. <laughs> I want this to be over. Oh, <laughs> man. So, what, what like. You, have you looked online? I've, I've watched, like, videos on YouTube. Like, I've looked up extreme houses and stuff like that. Just, like, my fantasy right now, like, the porn for me right now is looking yes. at people giant house has been like i could be quarantined in that thing it's seven thousand square feet it's got a bowl it's got a pool like i I would just sit in the jacuzzi maybe drink a little whiskey and and just get through this like all this weird this is i know dude well i thought you know what i actually thought about that was when the queen the queen of england who's like still alive somehow she had like a message to england and i was like dude that that her palace is is fucking atrocious (laughs) oh is it Oh, they're I know, so. I saw, I be stuck I, in a cheesecake factory. They're so be, gross. Because this oh, is like super. I, ugh, they look like I, a nightmare. It doesn't look like something like a pleasant place to be stuck. I, I feel does bad. it look? Does it look like it'd be like a bad, like that, uh, like a like a, a like a romance, like a bad like horror romance movie? Like I uh, guess I, yeah, I don't. Even, I don't even know what to. Done. I don't even know what to compare it to. I just know, like, when I see the visuals of inside the palace, I'm like, I wouldn't want to sleep in that bed in that room. Like, it doesn't feel. Yeah. You know, when things are like too ornate and too much filigree and too busy and too gaudy and gross, that gives me like a feeling of like uncomfortable disease. And then yeah. if something's too minimalist and too modern, same thing. I'm just like, either way, it's like either a Holocaust museum or like uh, a Best Buy. Uh, you know, like Best Buy is better than modern, like modern Best Buy. Like when people have an Apple oh, yeah. house, you know, like if you look, like there's some really great architects and they're making these places that look cool as an architectural design, but I'm like, I don't want to live inside like, no, that's not like a West, set of Westworld uh, when they're in the, uh, yeah. they, the ability to take the robots. You're just like, it's just cold and dead and gross. Yeah. And, and just so sterile that it doesn't look alive. But then the other end of that is like when stuff's just so much filigree and so much gold and so much gaudy clunky shit that you're just like, ugh, you know what I mean? Yeah. 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 Ugh. I, I, I don't know if you. What I'm uh, saying is, I, I was born in a track house, and Dan Connor, I want to live in a track house. No, I'm just joking. There's no, you want, you want some modern architecture. You want some character. You want some beanbags. You know what I'm saying? Uh, I, oh, I'm still there. Hello. I, I, def, I definitely okay. like. Uh, I, I have different tastes and the different stuff that I like, but you know, you're talking about Disney. I love Disney's like the the craftsmanship, the southern architecture that Disney. Uh, put into everything and the, the, the love and the handmade like the hand they still do hand-drawn signs like painted by an actual man or woman that knows how to paint so that takes pride in it and like loves every stroke of the pen you know and we went to uh when we did um the josh robert thompson show i went to uh skywalker ranch right and yeah that's where we mastered it, all this mixed all the sound and 
we stayed in Skywalker Ranch and everything there like feels like there wasn't an inch of anything that didn't feel like somebody who made it like took pride in it. The door handle, <laughs> the door, jet, everything was just so gorgeous. It was very Southern giant like porches. And yeah, I, I love that. And I, and I love like a modern twist on that, you know, and you see that sometimes in some really cool designers that are doing some houses nowadays. Yeah, no, that's great. See, that's the thing that, um, it's great to get an artist's like uh, perspective on, or just like appreciation of stuff. Like, you know, there's a lot of amusement parks that have character. They could be the most bland, like kind of, you know, like just roller coaster park and they could still look gorgeous in their own way. But like, there's something about the, especially the Disney parks, Universal too, but like uh, the Disney park where there's just this uh, artistry there that's like, it's, 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 uh, it's pretty incredible. I mean, because you you're not thinking about the sweatshops you're not thinking about the 30 dollar churros like you're thinking about just how you're immer i mean the churros are a part of it and they're not three dollars uh that's a uh, gross well, I, 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 don't, uh, I don't think there's so much i don't I, I personally don't know obviously like everything has an origin so some of some of the products you're getting paint from somewhere you're getting metal and materials from places where there is sweatshops and slavery and bad stuff and i think that goes for the entire planet where they get stuff oh yeah yeah and, yeah i think we're working on that as a human race and getting better at it i think but when I see some like really good craftsmanship, I don't think of like slave labor and sweatshops. I think of a person that is taking, they're, they're taking, they're not having a whip crack on them. They truly are like sanding something down to be perfect. And there's oh, like, it's made dude. with love. So, it, it, no, I see it. But except for if you go to Magic Mountain, you'll be like, I see the seams and everything. If you go to Magic Mountain, you can just see the seams on all, yeah. the, every piece of wood, every fake piece of rock. You're like, they, they didn't even sand that down. And they just picked up. And then, <laughs> everyone as a kid seeing that, I'd be like, there's something about this. They, they didn't finish the job. And then they just put it up and like, yeah, yeah, yeah. Just go, go get on your roller coaster. Yeah. Still no. for that either way. It's still great. <laughs> yeah, it's, it's true, man. And I think you'd really appreciate uh, the Imagineering uh, series on uh, Disney Plus because there's, there's six episodes and it spans like, the whole history of like the Disney parks but um, it is it is pretty incredible because you don't think about the people behind it or like some of the uh, it's all the possibilities like there's supposed to be a land uh, from Frontierland takes you from Frontierland to Advent to Tomorrowland it's oh, supposed to be that. like it's supposed to be like a, 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 a very H.G. Uh, Wells um you know, that era of the steampunk is supposed to be like a steampunk land. And eventually it's in Paris. It's in your, in um, oh, wow. Tomorrowland. Yeah. Tomorrowland in Paris is discovery land. And it's, they have a space mound that looks like, you know, um, Jules Verne style, like steampunk oh, wow. and uh, actually and in Disney sea. That's like the second, that's Tokyo Disneyland's other park. It's amazing. Dude, they have a journey to the center of the earth ride. And um, it's got like this crazy monster in the middle of the earth. And it's, the detail is incredible. It's so funny because it was made at the same time as California Adventure. And we, at the time, Disneyland didn't have the money because they lost a bunch of money uh, in the 90s because Euro Disney tanked. Yeah. But Tokyo was paying, Japan was paying for those parks. So they had like carte blanche to do whatever. So if you ever look at Disney Sea, oh, dude, it, like people say it's like, it's the second best like design since Disneyland. Like it's just so gorgeous. Like it's pretty incredible. I think you'd love it. Like they have a Tower of Terror, but it's it's uh it looks like a New York hotel. Like they have this whole it's like a New York uh, ship. Like a uh, I don't know. It's crazy. It's I'm it's, googling it's, it right now. 
Disney Sea. Yeah. yeah, Tokyo Disney Sea. I think you'd really appreciate it. Um, yeah, the the uh, the the two girls one cup ride, uh, which was a German idea, is uh, was it a German idea to poopy. try to throw that joke in right now? <laughs> yeah. <laughs> but fuck, I uh, I uh, yeah, I actually had a I have. It sucks because I have a limited time right now. We both do, but I had I had a question for you regarding theme parks. Yeah, you mean for this podcast, not not to live, right? Uh, no, 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 no. Yeah, it's not a life or death situation, yeah. but because uh, I'm already okay. nervous. All right, so um, this is this is a, a little guessing game for you. This is a game you're supposed to figure out, um, and yes, it's it's about a water park in in Alberta, Canada. Okay. It's the lar- it's the largest water park uh, in the world, and uh, yeah, it's huge, dude. It attracts like fifty six or five five hundred and sixty thousand visitors a year. It's a giant, giant water park. All right, so the the world's largest largest water park holds world's largest largest. <laughs> it's it's wicked cool. They got. Yeah, I was at, uh, yeah, that's my, my boss town. My grandfather's from New England. I think it just, uh, you know, it finds its way. So, yeah, there's, especially when I'm jerking off. No, uh, the world's largest water park holds how many people? A, 10,000. B, 950. C, 40,000. Or D, 1,500. 40,000? Yep. Damn. Did you Google that? No. <laughs> How did you get that? I was just looking yeah. at Disney Sea. Um, I don't know. I figured 40,000 sounds reasonable. For oh, giant, yeah, yeah. For a giant water park. Yeah, a dude. A lot of pee and fluids in all that water. Man. Yeah. Do you think that closed because of uh, coronavirus? Or do you think they're still going? It's still open? No, yeah. it's in Canada. <laughs> so they probably listened to their scientists and were like, okay, cool. Yeah, so yeah. Probably closed. <laughs> if it was in Alabama, then, oh, no, it's still open. <laughs> no need to no need to get too alarmed so s- since this is a crossover uh actually i had an add-on real quick uh of a pool that i never got to add to my fantasy house oh um, dude. we're adding yeah. out your fantasy house right now yeah so <laughs> i'm, I'm going to do this quick uh i i'd like a a pool with a ewok lifeguards of course making sure everyone's <laughs> in line uh but uh yeah, I, I love different days to for the pool to be filled with different like fluids. Like Jello would yeah. be Thursday with I love, chocolate. I love the idea of pools with different stuff. Horchata, yes, love. Oh, dude, that. yeah, horchata, Jello. There'd be like chocolate treasures too at the bottom of the Jello pool. Oh yeah, um, just drinking that dirty, weird water. I love it. <laughs> yeah, just invite fifteen friends over. You know, after work, just hop yes. in the Jello pool. I love it. <laughs> Yeah, and then uh, there'd be like a. It sounds shark. so. Now that we're in this new world of us all being germaphobes, that sounds so ins- uh, insanitary. I know. <laughs> I know. I saw Weird Al posted a, uh, and now we're all Howie Mandel, and it's like so oh, true. It's so dude. true, because dude, I always, I always, I never understood those people, because I was like, you're covered in germs, they're everywhere. What are you worried about? Because I, I just didn't get sick that often. You know, every few years, yeah. something. I got a few. You know, my son brought home a few things from preschool or whatever, but. I just always never understood how people were super germaphobes. And, um, and I was like, get over it. Like we're covered in germs. It's part of being a, a 
physical, biological organism. What are you guys so freaked out about? And now with this, I have been so like cautious, like walking around with my kids in the front yard and my, my one-year-old will put stuff in his mouth. I'm like, great. What if that has coronavirus on it? You know, and I totally understand how they feel now. I totally I understand how and, I, and I felt like an empathy, if this makes any of our germaphobe listeners happy, I felt an empathy about it too, you know? Yeah. Where I yeah, felt like, it, man, I know now if you guys felt this way about everything, I'm sorry that I ever judged you because I feel that way about this now. And I don't know how I'll ever go back. And I've never been like a crazy hand washer. Or, did I wash my co- my tea mug? I almost said coffee mug, my tea mug every day now. Like I would normally just like drink from it, fill it back up with water, drink from it, wash it whenever I wash my hands. If I go to the bathroom, other than that, I'm not like, Oh, I'm going to eat a sandwich. I should wash my hands. Like I never worried about that. And now dude, I'm like lotioning my hands up because I'm constantly washing them. I, so to all you Howie Mandels out there, Gerard, Carmichael, anyone I ever made fun of for just wanting to fist bump or not feeling comfortable tongue kissing for a joke, uh, I feel uh, <laughs> nothing but empathy for, for you. I'm, I'm on that page now. I, I don't want to be, but I guess we are. Dude, it's funny. My, my, you know, my brother, everyone that is a germaphobe could just be like, yep, told you. The, the uh the 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 bomb shelter people too like the doomsday preppers yeah like have, have never been so cool oh you know yeah, I mean? yeah like like, hey, <laughs> having two years of toilet paper was smart i thought you guys were <laughs> like out of your mind having a bunch of canned food what and now i'm like uh they don't stress out that they can't get toilet paper right now maybe i'm the dumb one <laughs> they also don't believe that the Holocaust happened, but they're good for uh... now, Robert. There's all kinds of preppers that you can judge. I know, uh, man. I'm realizing how judgmental I am with my 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 jokes, dude. No, I uh, I, I was just uh, gonna read. I, I fucking made a notepad, so I'm like literally reading off. Oh no, it's okay. Yeah, the, no, read them off. Uh, okay, an automatic chlor- chlorine overhaul. Uh, oh, never mind. Okay, that's when you. So the the spa goes fifteen feet deep at its deepest, and there's a fake shark at the bottom of it, um, which I thought would be fun for anyone. Like, hey, there's a shark at fifteen feet. Like, especially when I was a kid, yeah. I heard that there's a that'd be so cool, right? Um, but this isn't something that's not for kids. Uh, there'd be a there'd be a spa not connected to the pool. Um, you know how like people kind of get in trouble because there's those things the uh the those what they blow the bubbles at you i forget the vernacular i can't articulate it? it well people put their penis in it and it gets like cut off sometimes or sucked oh, off like or, the, the filtration system in a pool yeah yeah so i was thinking if there's one that actually did give you a blowjob <laughs> but like it was it doesn't rip or tear or, oh, it was I actually it. meant for that but then there's an automatic chlorine like after you come it just automatically like drains it and then i don't, I don't know how this stuff works we'll have to we'll have to connect with elon musk what, what are you are you closing your eyes while this is happening or are you like actually aroused that like you and the pool are bonding sexually well i mean you have the option to use your imagination i mean we're imaginative people i would probably be thinking about things but there is an ewok that can wear a dress or whatever wear I mean, I think these mouth, these face masks might be a fetish for a while. So an Ewok, maybe in a face mask, you know, it could spread its little furry uh, cheeks. You know, I don't I know. I like to see the docu series about you. Hopefully, it comes out during the <laughs> pandemic. Everyone will start tweeting. I know, that. Joe Exotic uh, Part Two. Yeah, you know, I uh, Robert Land. 
Yeah, dude. No, I uh, I just, you know, I felt like it would go, I felt like I had to make it funny and silly and disturbing just to, uh, you know, fit with oh, you the... hit all of those marks. You hit all those marks. <laughs> Thank you, sir. Thank you. No, I, I don't know. For, for, I, I, uh, oh, what, back massager. Oh, Ewoks would give you back massages. Okay. Reading oh, yeah. off this. Yeah, but dude, I, before, before uh, we, because uh, my phone may die and I, I'm actually, uh, okay. I have to go save lives uh, at uh, Sam's Club um, uh, or save my own life uh, by wearing all of the PPE gear I got here. Um, I had one more thing to ask you. What's like your, like if there was your dream ride, what would that be? What would your fantasy ride be? My fantasy ride would be, Something I can't discuss on here because my wife will listen to this. Oh, oh no. Wowzers. Is it so, what you staying up past seven, you know, not doing the homework? You so know? you get into you staying up past seven. <laughs> no, it's very sexual and uh, oh. a lot of great food. It's uh called Korean barbecue sushi buffet um <laughs> Freeway in a great jacuzzi and bed pod that goes on the roller coaster loop de loops that makes your stomach feel good as you're uh, making sweet love. And I am definitely a boring lover uh, to some people, to the modern porn era. I've noticed by half of the stuff that's on X Hamster. I'm like, man, I am such a boring dude. Every, you know, I started this whole this whole episode off telling you that I drink tea and uh, just uh, I'm, I'm so I'm so uh, soft and whatnot, and I'm ending it. I mean, just regular, good meat and potatoes, Americana, you know, sex with beautiful women and everyone's satisfied. It's nothing very, it's not rough like a Rocco stiff ready, you know, it's just like <laughs> actually like we're both enjoying each other's company and having a good time being silly together. And, yeah. uh, and there's Korean barbecue and there's something about it where, uh, you know, you're, you're in this jacuzzi for a bit eating the Korean barbecue while sitting in the jacuzzi. Like, you know, they have the uh, wet bars or not wet bars, uh, the bars that you have, I guess you could call it a wet bar, but the bars that you have it, uh, in luxury. Yeah. Hopefully, hopefully not a, a wet, <laughs> what is that? A wet, uh, a wet shop, wherever the coronavirus started. Never mind. Bad oh, wet market. Riff. Wet market. Wet market. Yeah. Hopefully they're going to shut those down at some point. I think. The yeah. Wolf, I don't know. How crazy is that, dude? I know we're getting off track again because this fucking virus is more than a physical virus. It's a meme virus. That means we have to talk about it and think about it all the time. Uh, yeah. yeah, dude, how crazy is it that those things still go on? The animal cruelty and just the dangers. And you're just like, shut that stuff off. It's not, it's like, it's like a neighbor with a loaded gun running around that you're like, yeah, that's not just staying in your house. It's a danger to people outside your house. Totally. Um, so anyways, uh, yeah, so it would be like one of those jacuzzis where in the middle of the jacuzzi you have the Korean barbecue grill going on and somebody that can come through the bottom, like a dumbwaiter kind of thing, but with an actual uh, human dumbwaiter and they can serve you your, your Korean barbecue and you can hang out and have conversations, but you're also in like this pod that's going through like the fun roller coaster stuff. Oh dude. So like you can, you can like, you can slow it down. Like, you know, like, okay, this is a cool part. We're just slowing down for an hour. You're going to eat Korean barbecue. And then you can be like, let's go, let's go through some loop-de-loops. Then you go through the loop-de-loops. Everything's gravity and sci-fi controlled. And you're in there, um, you're in there, you know, with whoever, whatever company you choose, maybe it's your loved ones, or maybe it's, you know, five gorgeous women from Czech Republic. I'm just saying, <laughs> uh, it's been really fun. So it's or banana sushi and, and I'm not talking about average sushi. I'm talking about sugar fish. I'm talking about the best salmon, the best uh, snapper you've ever had. Oh, dude. Damn, man. You're well, at, I, at, you don't eat sushi, do you? 
no, not too much. I, I mean, I'm a basic, I'm a basic B word when it comes to sushi. I like California rolls. <laughs> no, I'm like, well, a good California rolls still great. Nothing wrong. Yeah. With that. But you yeah. put some rubbish on top of it. Mm. Well, dude, okay. Mm-mm. What's the next question? We got to wrap this up. When, I know my phone's about to die. And I'm I have to go back to work, so we got to do uh, What is it? Yeah, no. The, the I last got an escrow question. to walk through the finish line, huh? <laughs> no, but uh, no, there's actually no more questions. I think oh. uh, I think we, we, we covered everything, me amigo. What should we call my ride? Um, Fantasy House, the ride. <laughs> Just based on a property. Uh, Oh man, sushi titties. Uh, no, um, don't objectify the guests into, into being just that body part. Okay, fit, fit, fish. <laughs> yeah, how pretentious I sounded right there to judge you. Like that. I'm just kidding. Fish, fish elbows. That sounds like a hip. No, uh, I don't know. What would um, Korean barbecue jacuzzi roller coaster love making pod? There we go. I like sure. it. It's got, it's got, it's got a potential there. It's got a crappy ring to it. It's got a lot yeah. of syllables and crappy ring to it. <laughs> well, it's not the name that makes you want to go on that ride, baby. No. I'm so glad we were doing it. I appreciate you having me come up with that because it's just like Fantasy House, like the getting guests to come up with their houses. It's like the exercise in coming up with something fun like that is really uh, it's satisfying in a weird way. Like it releases some endorphins to imagine it. I uh, I agree, dude. I know I cut my my sound or my connection is a poopy. But yeah, I thought it'd be fun to have you do that because you're always getting out everyone else's ideas, and I mean you're riffing off them. But yeah, I wanted to have you give me your your fantasy fantasy my ride. Fantasy. Yeah, but great, uh, yeah, dude. Well, thanks for doing it, man. And uh, I'm glad this will be out there. Hopefully, it'll you know. Uh, to distract some people uh, from the, uh, you know, Mr. Oh, Peanut being retired. So. It feels it yeah. feel like everybody's doing their part of stuff they can do. And honestly, like I've wanted to record Fantasy House. I haven't, I haven't for the past 28 days. And so I'm like three episodes late. So we got to do one. Uh, so if yeah. do one, uh, obviously we can't do it right now because I have to go back to work and you got to work. But uh, we got to do one like this. And the sound won't be perfect, but I hope to entertain people and keep them feeling some positive stuff and some imagination stuff. I've just, I've been super out of it. It took me about 10 days to like start eating and sleeping somewhat regularly. Oh yeah. It was completely, completely out of it. Like fully like anxiety. I went from, I went from John Chesky to like Jew Chesky in like, <laughs> overnight. Like I was just like, yeah, what's, what's happening? This is a nightmare. <laughs> like now I've kind of like, I got a little bit more comfortable, like living in the moment. I'm used to it now. I'm hoping for the best, but like it was a very tough, like 10 or, 12 days so let's continue to make this stuff for us for our health and to hopefully have our listeners and friends and all these people that support us feel better too and if you're listening thank you guys for checking this out i hope i didn't yeah. you i hope i didn't ramble too long no dude i actually just put on underwear right now but you can oh, tell look at this guy i love <laughs> it i wish this was a full video podcast uh, should, I, should, right, I, man. should i plug fantasy house or what guys well, yeah. This, yeah, yeah, this, How do we do yeah, man. Are you, you going to record stuff at the end of this yourself, like after we get offline? Uh, I already, I already have an intro ready, dog. Oh, I'm, awesome. I'm on it. So oh, okay, you're the best. Okay, well, I love yeah, you, man. Dude. Be safe out there. Seriously, love you too, man. Yeah, take your easy. Can't wait to hold your your big sexy body, physically in real, in person too. 
Yeah, man, we'll be singing with uh, the Splash Mountain animals in no time. Heck yeah. <laughs> All right, love you, dude. I'll talk to I'm you in. Bye, guys. Yeah. Bye, listeners. Bye. 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 Fantasy House Podcast. Hell yeah. Instagram, or was it Instagram? Was it iTunes? Go on iTunes. Everywhere. Bye. Bye. Sticky and so sweet